welcome to Anime Club After Dark, the podcast that delves into all things anime, manga, and otaku culture related. Recorded live from Death Weapon Meister <coughs> Academy, where it's 42, 42, 564, whenever you want to knock on death's door. I'm your host, Alex, but you can call me Senpai. And joining me for tonight's episode, I have our czar of source material, John. What's up? Good enough. Our filthy casual, Jason. Good word, best girl. I'm, you're not wrong. Uh, our improv explosions, Riker. My balls are really sweaty. <laughs> our wizard of wait, what? Tenota. I like Mexican food. Ooh, <laughs> uh, our chivalry of Shota Shotaro. Lost Village did nothing wrong. <laughs> Please. Uh, and last but not least, our master of Monster Girls, Marcus. The lack of Monster Girls this season has been so bad, but I have solved that by buying the first Shantae game where she transforms into all these different animals. So we're good. There's we're a good. there's a Monster Boy in ReZero. I know. It's we true. talked about it last Cat time, boy. and every time I watch that, I just ignore it and go, I don't care that's a guy. That's clearly, clearly voiced by a female. Anyway, um, shall we get into it tonight? Um, all right, so tonight... Uh, the spring season's over, finally. Um, so we thought we'd talk about the things we liked, the things we didn't like, um, things that could have been better, and things that were absolutely perfect. Uh, not much. Um, so I think we'll get started uh, with our superlatives for best ending, best ED. And uh, I'll start it off with uh, my personal favorite ED this season was the uh, ED for Space Patrol Luluco. Um, Woo, Teddy Lloyd! Yes! So good. So um, good. Not only did I, I really like the song, and I have it on my phone now, it's actually at the, the little like beginning chime thing, how it starts, is actually my text tone now. Um, the uh, the visuals in that, that ED I really like, because it's like it's the paper cutouts with like real-world photos, and it's like moving. I really like that. That, like... I don't know, a blend of live action and animation. I love it when they do that. They did the same thing for um, uh, Fooly Cooly's ED, which I really love that, too. God damn it. <laughs> the pillows. The pillows are great. The pillows are great, and they're coming back to do the new uh, Fooly Cooly seasons. It's, uh, it's lovely. But yeah, that was... Did you what? listen to all the versions of the ED that they released yes, in I the did. single? Yes, I and did. Which one? Which one do you like the most? That one remix with the, um, uh, you know which one I'm talking about, don't you? Is it the one they used in the final episode? Uh, yes. Oh yeah, that was really good. They like sped it up. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. Um, but that, that song in general is just is really good. Um, I highly recommend it. I, I highly recommend Space for Lulugo, which we'll get into later. But um, yeah, that was my favorite for this season. Uh, I think you liked it too, Riker, didn't you? Yes. Uh, that was... It was like a tie for me. Yeah. Well, speaking of ties, a lot of you, Shinoda, Jason, Riker, all said MHA was the best ED, so someone else talked about Gross. It is I, gross. I love oh that ED. It w- so catchy. It is. You know, it's, it's really catchy. It got me pumped every time I listened to it. Like It was just like a good song to listen to. Agreed. Yep. I like the animation too. I like the running. 
Me too. Yeah, like nice. you'd think it would be boring, but I just loved staring at him running for some reason. And I like how like his his uniform and stuff changed. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, I didn't like, even notice that till you mentioned it. Yeah. Yeah, and I like how like it changes from night to um uh day. And there's only one point where he trips, and it's really funny because like you have to watch the whole thing to see it. Yeah, he trips. Um, there's like a point where he like almost starts to cry, and then he wipes away his tears, and you can see. His, yeah, yeah, uh, like that. I just, I just really liked that ED, the animation and the song, and just a really fun ED to watch. And it, it like the show. I, in my opinion, it did the best out of all the shows of that season of like leading in to the ED. Like they would kind of start playing it like before the episode ended and and then it would like just drop into the ED and it flowed really well. So I really liked that. Yeah. Agree. They did it really nicely with that. Yeah. That's it. Um, I have to say, I, Oh God. Um, yeah. But Alex, I do have to say, I also enjoyed Space Patrol Lulico uh, ED, but my only problem with it was, like, it felt like it was going way too slow. Like, it was just way too slow and not calm. It, it was too It was a contrast dramatic. to the rest of the show. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Because the show is pretty manic and chaotic, and then you get to the ED. The show was like, super triggered. It was triggered. Get out. Triggered. There's the door. Like, I have to say, the ED does represent really well what's in her heart, but yeah. like it doesn't go well with the show itself. So, unfortunately, as much as I did like it, it didn't flow. But it's got that I... sweet Novacoon at the end. Yeah. I love Novacoon. Oh, so love shiny. Figure win. OED is just like that, that whispering thing. What, what yes, it's, it's so like the sexy. Kuma Kuma Arashi did that with the OP. Yeah. Also by Teddy Lloyd. Yeah. Oh, that Teddy one by Teddy Lloyd too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sensing a pattern here. Yeah. But um, seriously, so. Nova, Nova figure win. <laughs> <laughs> um, I personally think that the best ED though is Cabinary. Cabinary. Finally, that was when I realized this is definitely a so beautiful. Like, if you guys have never heard the full ED of Ninely, just go listen to it. It's so good. I've listened to it ever since it came out every day, day at least, like, 20 times. And I still do. Well, and, and the visuals, yeah. though. Let's not, let's not forget the visuals. I love those. Uh, I love the entire thing I'm seeing from start to end. So, John, you, the sent visual. Me that, you sent me that remix. I thought it was pretty good. Did I send you? A, yeah, I don't remember who it was that did it, but you, it's like a Vocaloid remix or something. I don't think that was me. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. I, I think I, maybe I posted someone that. Someone sent me one, and I thought it was really good. Yeah, but uh, Amor and Shelly, pretty good combo there. Yeah, Amor yeah. is amazing. For Cabinary? Yeah, yeah that, that's all I had to say. Okay. It's pretty. She's I, mean, I, I can't describe how the song is so pretty, because you got to listen to it. <laughs> like, when yeah, it starts nice out... <laughs> That's that's what he thought of that show. That's exactly what he thought of that. The show well, I did only watch the first episode. <laughs> Why? That was like one of the best episodes, though. So my favorite ED of the spring season was Joker Game. I loved the um, vocals. They were really 
um, delicate and like trembling, just like the vocals for Ninali, which was the ending for Cabinary. And both of them were a tie for me, but what broke the tie and made me really like Joker Game was the visuals, which I loved. It was um, really cheesy silhouettes of spies, um, something you'd expect from like an American spy sort of uh, film or something. But of course, it's not American. And I don't know, I just really liked it because it's like super cheesy, but at the same time, really good vocals. So yeah, I just liked that. I enjoyed the Joker Games EP. I just wish the uh, the show was better. Yeah, the show wasn't that great. The first two episodes yeah, were pretty okay. disappointing. Like I really thought the first episode's ending, the whole cliffhanger thing, where it's like, dude, this guy's gonna have to kill himself. It's like, oh my god, I can't wait to see how that ends, and then it just didn't really. Yeah, it was a pretty strong opening episode. That, that was literally the high point, the first episode. Oh my god. <laughs> I couldn't yeah. even get into it then. I would have I liked it more if it was an episodic. Oh yeah, if it would have yeah. been episodic. Like, I think that would have been... Well, I only made it three episodes in, so... Anyway, yeah. we're going to talk about this later when we get the biggest disappointments. Wow. Um, <laughs> uh. I mean, let me rephrase that. I'm going to talk about that when we get the biggest disappointments. <laughs> um... Yeah, uh, before we move on, uh, Tom's not here tonight, but he did want us to at least mention the picks that he made, and he said his favorite ED was Keith Sniper. I wish he was here to defend it, because I thought it was pretty bland, but anyway. Really? I mean, the song was okay, the visuals were just kind of meh. Oh, but there were, like, close-ups of Noriko and all the other girls. I, mean, so I actually liked the ED, actually, yeah. Now that I think about it, the Keith Sniper ED is actually pretty good. It's okay. It I wouldn't say the it's girls, great. And I'm just like, you know, if it focused more on the girls, I probably would have liked Key Sniper. It was alright. Yeah. Eh. Anyway, moving on uh, to Opie's openings. Uh, and I will start. I actually have two that I want to talk about. Speaking of Key Sniper, I really, really love Key Sniper's opening. Um, lay your hands on me while I'm bleeding dry. I mean, that's all you gotta say. Um, it literally looks like the trippiest thing ever the visuals um if you were doing drugs while you were watching this you were having a really good time um and it's absolutely amazing how well aha's take on me fits with those visuals (laughs) rolling my eyes right now no literally you can set that song on top of it and it fits perfectly don't ruin the song for me (laughs) no it's great both songs are great take on me is a great song never heard such a Listen to now it. that's stuck in my song. head. Both combos. It's one of the best songs of the eighties. But yeah, uh, I, I personally thought it was the best of the season. Um, I think Riker, you you thought that too, didn't you? Yeah, I I listened to that op like pretty much daily. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, also like how it's it's one of the few Japanese songs that came out on iTunes over here in the West the same day. Yeah, so oh, I could wow. buy it. And I didn't have to, to you know, pirate it. You didn't have to put it, it on your eye patch. Dig through the web to yeah. find it. Go to the sketchiest sites. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I like it. it. It's in English, which is nice. It is. I mean, you can barely tell, but yeah. it is. not that you can hear it. You'd have to look up the lyrics, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can understand the hook. That's about it, though. <laughs> Um, the second one I want to talk about is Flying Witch, which Sha-la-la-la. is now... Yes! 
said it well. Actually, that is probably one of the ones I would pick too. Now I forgot that's how it went. I just haven't seen the show in so long. The little kick she does on the broom was—I don't know why. When I was watching it, I was like, "That's—it looks weird." But now that I think about it, it was fun. But um. Anyway, um, that was that was Tom and I's one of the favorite OPs of the season, and um. <laughs> Tom and I uh, said that we both could not fight the temptation to clap along to it every time we watched it. It's, yeah. it's so catchy and it's so like happy, just like the show. <laughs> yeah, it's on my phone now. I listen to it several times a day. Um, actually, I listen to it as I wake up now. It's my alarm. My alarm tone. Every time I wake up in the morning, I hear it. It's uh, it's not my favorite of the season, but it definitely is a song that when I do hear it, I, I can't help but sing along and, and get smile. Just in the mood because it's just like, oh god, it's time for happiness. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. Yeah, moving on, Chinoda. Chinoda. That's you. That is he. It is What's your favorite OP this season? Unprepared as always. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, my favorite opening was actually ReZero. Um, Same. Eh. The first one. The Shut three up. times you got Fight to see me. it? No, but you get to hear it a lot, <laughs> yes. though. That's the, the two times. Yeah. The actually, I, I like the visuals. And the rest I skipped. What? <laughs> I think the opening for ReZero did really fit with ReZero's theme. Yeah, yeah it really did. Yeah, I didn't like how they really didn't ever show it. I think they're going to continue with that. Yeah, yeah, Honestly, I think that's going to be a trend. I, so, yeah. I'm honestly fine with them doing that, like not showing the opening or ending uh, as much, like whatever, like showing off more uh, of the episode. Like I'm honestly fine with that, as long as I get to see each of them at least once. I'm good. That's yeah. honestly all I need. I, mean, I think we saw the credit show. animations like twice. I think twice is all for the first part of the show. <laughs> yeah, it's really funny that really we would be complaining that there's less content. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. I'm, 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 I'm not fine complaining. With it. I'm not I actually complaining love at all. that they're doing it. Yeah. I will say, I will say that I do kind of feel bad for the artists that made this song because their work isn't getting like shown. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because it is uh, visually gorgeous. It's, like, a, it's a great not OP only does the, is the song really nice to listen to, but the visuals themselves, oh my god. Like, it fits in so well. And they mesh together really nicely. They thought it out really clever. And I appreciate that. They put in the effort for it. Yeah, and I really like how the visuals start the same way that they end for the OP. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, that's, like that, that was just so cool. Like a cycle, birth and re- death and rebirth. Yep. Yep. AKA his life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the visuals in that are actually really good. It's just I, I hate to complain that we're getting content, not you know getting more content, but you know getting to see it a little more often would have been nice. But yeah. They just have to increase the length of each episode just to accommodate it, I guess. Which is what they did in the most recent episode. Anyway, moving on. John. Yeah. You, you really on. like the Unicorn, OP. Dude, from day one, 
when I heard the opening for uh, Gun and Unicorn in the trailer, I was just like in love. And then I watched the show, then I watched it in dub and sub, and I, I chose dub, English dub, surprisingly, over Japanese sub to watch the show in. And I just love the opening. It's just, it's very emotional, and it goes ver- along very well with what happens in the show. Is the opening into the sky? Probably no. Yeah, no? I, I don't. I don't remember the name. I would hope you know it's your favorite OP. I haven't downloaded it yet. Love oh, because okay. you know I'm not gonna buy it. Not not gonna do it illegally. I'm gonna buy it. You know. Mm-hmm. So the opening is yeah. It's into the into the sky. Yeah. Actually, I just saw that on a illegal music downloading site and I downloaded it because it's Hiroyuki Suwano and I'm in love with him and I right. love I love that OP even though I've never seen the show I've never seen any Gundam but I love that OP yeah just I love Hiroyuki Suwano uh, and that opening is every time I don't I, I skip openings and endings quite a lot if I used it's to. not super impressive and only for Gundam is the only one I have not skipped so far every episode. I'll listen to it every time it's on. Alright. Show. Why'd, um, you write, why'd you write Astro's War down? Because it was show? the best opening of the season, obviously. Uh, no, it was okay. <laughs> is pretty good. <laughs> it was alright. It grew on me because like, I'm very biased towards fast-paced, frantic electronic music, so... That's probably the OP that I've listened to the most, like, not watching the show, like, on my own. Yeah, so I'm just really attached to it now. The thing is, I liked the ED more than I liked the OP for Astros War the season. Eh, I didn't really like the ED that much. I just liked how it would always segue into it with that, the, the beat first. The dun, yeah. Dun, dun, and then I was just like, oh my god, it's like, it's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Well, moving on. Um, uh, Tom also said that his fly, uh, flying, which is his favorite OP. Is, I think I already mentioned that, though. Um, um, R.I.P. Tom. I, I could do, I try and do this in Tom's voice, but I think it would be insulting. Um, <laughs> hi, good day, mate. Uh, <laughs> Dingo eat your baby. Anyway, moving on to uh, best overall soundtrack of the season. Uh, speaking of Flying Witch, I'm again giving this to Flying Witch because I thought that throughout the entire show, it's like it uses like guitar riffs all the time, like really slow guitar riffs, which really sets the mood for the show. It's not a fast-paced show at all. It's it's very quiet and laid back, and the music throughout the entire show just reflects that. It's it's a a soundtrack when you listen to it, you can relax or you can like like do paperwork. It's just something that is so relaxing to listen to. You can fall asleep to it. I I have. Um, but yeah, it's just the mo- one of the most relaxing soundtracks I've ever heard in an anime. And it's it's just all those guitars. It's nice. <laughs> guitars. Yeah. Just acoustic guitars throughout. It's great. And um, uh, Makoto's uh, uh, theme in it is really good. I really like that. It's that flowing. It's almost, it's almost like you're listening to a stream when you listen to it. Yeah, that's mine. 
So I, I can't help but notice that three of you, Shinoda, Riker, and Show, said MHA. So go. It's good. It's amazing. There you go. Okay, moving on. It's good. Like it's it's one of the it's it's one of the few soundtracks that like I can find myself just listening to the actual soundtrack standalone. Like like Gurren Logan's kind of like that, but there's yeah. not a whole lot of shows where I just listen to the sh- the like the the soundtrack by itself. But I can totally do that with MHA. And honestly, the soundtrack by MHA gave so much to the show and made it so much better because oh, they used it at all the right times. They hyped yeah. they hyped up all the right scenes. The made it and like all the all night scenes made it lovely. The, they did it really nicely. They um. Made sure to uh, have it flow, which was good. I liked the little rap. Oh thing. yeah, I love that. Like the, the rap one. I don't. I don't know what it was called, but like, it was just like a guy like freestyling in the background. It might have been Lotus Juice. It sounded a lot like Lotus Juice. It's the it one was... they played for his training scene, among yeah. others. They played it for the training scene. They pl- they played it when they showed off all the kids in the class, like their powers and stuff. Yeah. And it was it was always just like this huge type <laughs> anthem. Like, I don't know that I love that that soundtrack was amazing. Definitely the one that stood out the most to me out of all the shows I watched. Definitely. And you gotta I, get the hype train going. <laughs> I will say for all the problems I have with MHA, one problem I don't have is the soundtrack. It is phenomenal. I know shock, right? <laughs> <laughs> There yeah, wasn't just actually. pure hatred under that skin, I guess. No, oh, I just, I, I do, I do genuinely like the soundtrack. It does do a lot of stuff right. It just doesn't do a whole lot else right. But the soundtrack is one place where it actually does shine. I will, I will give it that. Anyway, moving on. Uh, why are we talking about Gundam Unicorn again? Oh, because John wrote it down for best soundtrack. Fuck yeah, man! <laughs> All right, so. Um... The soundtrack is composed by Hiroyuki Sawano, so obviously it's best soundtrack of the fucking, like, season. Because Cabinaries was not that great. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Shots fired. Shots fired. But no, just... uh, Because Gundam Unicorn is... It's based off of an OVA that they did a couple years back, if you guys don't know. Uh, Gundam Unicorn Re-0096. And... This is the anime adaptation, and every episode is, like, it's dramatic, and all of the, like, sound... Just, here are you! Sawano's just... Oh, God! I can't explain! (laughs) If you've ever heard his work, you know what I mean. Like, he's really good at composing songs and threading them into scenes to make you feel more emotion during anything that's sad or happy. And it just makes you get really into the show. And not just because I'm a mecha fanboy and I love Gundam... But, like, legitimately, Gundam Unicorn for the season, the soundtrack, it's made my heart sway up and down while I'm watching the characters. So, would you say it's worth listening to the soundtrack without watching the show? Because I might do that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's soundtracks are good in general. I like music in general. I, I wouldn't necessarily say you need to watch the show. I just have a stronger um, connection to the songs because I watch the show. So, like, when I hear, like, the sad music, I'm like, oh, it's like that one scene. Freaking, I cried. Cool. <laughs> cool. Cool. Yeah. Cool Marcus. Uh, Cabinary. Liked it there. <laughs> Enough said. 
I'll, you know what? No, I will say one small thing about, like, I don't even remember if this was the last episode, second last episode, whatever. It was when the main character was in full base, basically, like, his entire body changed, his hair fucking, he didn't need Open glasses anymore. Gate. What? He opened the 10th gate. Yeah, he opened the 10th gate. And um, when he was, like, walking, mm, was like it was like, I, just, they used the scene... <laughs> It wasn't choir, but, like, uh, almost, like, fucking opera or something. No, I, I don't know what it is. I don't know how to describe it, but, like, that scene in itself, I feel That's like may have been one of the best soundtrack songs of the whole season. Um, I mean, I wish I could play it so you guys know what I'm talking about. But, like, I, it's, it's just in that episode when he's, like, fucking walking towards this guy. And it's just like, oh, you can tell this is going to be a fucking showdown. Or throwdown or whatever. But, yeah, I mean, overall, I... I I felt like I was connected more to the show than, like, this show through its music than the other shows. Like, I don't remember any songs from My Hero Academia. Not that they were bad, I just don't remember any of them. They didn't resonate with Seriously? me. Seriously? Like, like, no, like, I don't really remember any of them. And it's, you know, not it's not its fault. You it's weren't just, paying attention. Do you not remember the songs? Attention. You just not remember what they were called? Honestly, like, if you played them and said, what anime is this from, and they were all from this season, I'd probably get them. But I would get the Kabaneri ones way quicker because I'd be like, "Oh, I remember, I remember that way better than the My Hero Academia ones." Uh, it's kind of the opposite for me. I'm I didn't not, really. N- nothing was very like I couldn't. I can't really remember anything from Kabaneri. Yeah, literally the only thing I remember from Kabaneri is when they played the ED during the not during not at the end during the actual show. Um, honestly, for me, Kabaneri, the only thing I remember from the music is the ED. And when they did the full English one that they put in, like, episode six or seven, that was crazy. I went nuts. To be fair, I'm not a big, like, best soundtrack of the season type of guy anyway. So, like, I, when I when I had to pick one, I was like, well, what do I remember? First thing that came to mind was Cabinary. Like, Yeah, I can see that. I mean, because Sawano does an alright job with uh, Attack on Trains. <laughs> but it's just, compared to Gundam Unicorn and any other soundtrack this season it's just it's not outstanding i'm sure if i listened to every single soundtrack like let's say i sat down and listened to all of them i probably wouldn't pick cabinary by the end but like when i think of scenes from all the shows i've seen which by the way i only watched like four this season but like when i when i list or when i think about it i'm like i only remember um the music from certain scenes from either cabinary or fucking and i just remembered why did i not put this as my soundtrack goddamn sakamoto that is what i should have put not cabinary because Saka fucking Moto, when the sax would play, there, there, now I said what I liked. That Kabaneri, was pretty good, though. Yeah, Kabaneri, you know what, second place, but Saka Moto, fuck <laughs> We found what I really liked through that entire conversation. There was meaning there. No, I'm done. Go, I don't want to talk about this anymore. It's a long road getting from there to here, but we got yeah, there. We got there. <laughs> anyway, uh... Tom uh, said uh, that his favorite soundtrack of the season was from Luluco, which okay, completely understandable. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's pretty good. Um, Lalico's uh, theme was pretty good. Of course, Lalico is just great anyway. Yeah, true. Best Whenever girl. she shows up, she's so funny. Yeah, I wish my oh. mom was like that. <clears throat> A space wish... pirate that abandons yes. you. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, should we move on? Yeah. Uh, yes. Alright, next is best art style this season. Now, it's almost unanimous in this group. Myself, Shinoda, Jason, 
Riker, and Tom all said the best art style this season is Keys Niver. Shit's and pretty. Good. Very pretty. Um, I mean, I never would have imagined Trigger animated it because oh, fuck, man, that's that's some pretty good artwork. Yeah, I mean, for me, I, I love bright colors and like every single character is brightly. It, it almost looks like everyone's done with like um, we call it like gel pens. That's how bright it is. Like everything's colored with gel pens. I really it stands. Yeah, out. I like the bright colors too. It pops. It's it's. It tells a somewhat dark story, but with a very bright setting. I guess that's the best way I can describe it. That's why I like the art style. It seems to contrast with the story that they're trying to tell. Oh, the story's not that great, but... um, (laughs) Just saying. It's a pretty story, but it's not great. Um, Yeah, that's why I like the art style. It's very (laughs) untrigger. Hashtag untrigger. I'm triggered. <laughs> I don't think that can work. Could it? Go along Safe with it. room. Okay. Yeah. Anyone else? Um, Not you want to drool over it? No. Uh, I'll just say that I, agree, I agree with you. Like I like the color. Um, the, the style and stuff is really cool. It was one of the first ones I saw Like looking through the spring preview. like Even before knowing it was Trigger, I was like, oh, this is definitely something I'm going to at least check out. Like I just really liked it. It just stood out to me compared to, like, a lot of the other stuff that was airing during the spring. Yeah, it's like, it's like the, first, the first time I heard about it, I, all I saw was that poster. It's like, all right, I'm watching this. This is, like, about Dang. the only thing I liked about the show. <laughs> 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 and the OP, and that was pretty much it. All right. Um, John has said high school fleet. Yeah, boy! Alright, so his never may be really fucking pretty and it's trigger, but to me, I think the best art style was in High Foodie because it's so fucking Moe. Like I can't believe how Moe this is. <laughs> and it's super cute. And Keys Never may be pretty, but you know, I honestly don't care too much about great art style and work. I care about what I like when it comes to art versus like uh is it cutting edge is it like painted properly shit like that is the color schemes matching and whatnot i don't care about that when it comes to art so that's why high footy to me is the best art style because it's fucking cute <laughs> you know based solely on your recommendation of it i am gonna go watch it during the summer good don't do it <laughs> don't do it we'll go we'll watch contact collection instead why no. it's so terrible go Get play out. the game instead you get to actually marry a ship if you play the game. Yeah, exactly. You can literally wife your favorite ship. <laughs> the anime adaptation was amazing. all about that Panzer Vaults. Tank girls, let's go. Girls and Panzer. No. Anyway. So, Markish, greedy bastard, has two. Bro, you have two on like a bunch of shit. Shut up. Come <laughs> Dude, so- Shodoro has Ushio Totora. I think you meant to say Antora, but that's cool. Um, no, it's Ushio Totora. That's <laughs> yeah. the Japanese name. I know. I'm being sarcastic, you know. No, I'm you're like... being American. Stop it. <laughs> okay, so... I, know, I like Ushio Antora better than Ushio Tutora. Yeah. Tutora <laughs> sounds dumb. It does. But yeah. can I just get my thing? So, I just want to quickly say... Ushio Totora. Yeah. Ushio Totoro. Yes. Totoradora. 
Okay. Ushio Tora Dora Totoro. Ushito Ora. Anyway. Alright, we got. Let me just quickly okay. say, um, with Cabinary, the reason why I like. That's one of my picks. Um, the other one they'll get to in a second. But the reason why I like Cabinary, and I thought it was, like, the best art style, or at least one of the best, was because even though it was, like, dark and gray, it, like, had, like, red and, like, certain colors in it that, like, I felt blended together well, and it kept the whole feeling of. This is a apocalyptic setting and world. Like, this isn't supposed to be happy. Like, there were very few moments in the show where I felt like, oh, they're having fun, and this is supposed to be happy, and then nothing actually <laughs> bad happened. You know, there were times where... Uh, uh, yeah. See, they were having happy moments, and then literally ten seconds later, shit hits the fan. No, I was going to say, like, there's few moments where they have a happy moment and nothing bad happens. Like, there's a lot of moments where, hey, guess what? We're all sitting around the campfire, singing our campfire song, and then all of a sudden, people get fucked up. So, and all of a sudden, Zambambos. Yeah. Um, but I want to actually just... That's all I really have to say about that. And then the other thing was Aggressive Retsuko, which was a short from the season. I'm pretty sure I'm the only one that saw it. Um, nope, the, I saw all of it. What'd you think? I loved it. I it, was it was so great. good. For a minute-long show, it was so good. Yeah, it was like, pretty funny. I, I wanted more. Yeah, well, I honestly think they could just keep. I mean, it's a minute long. Um, although I bet you, I bet you it costed a lot of money for each of those scenes where she went into full rage mode. Like, yeah, they, fuck it. There's a lot costed? of frames of animation in that. Um, a costed. Yeah. So Did you say costed. If you don't, I'm gonna send. You, I'm gonna send Ellen Baker to slap you. <laughs> um, if you don't know, this show is basically about a um, a, like a panda. They're all like um, anthropomorphic all animals. animals. Yeah, but, like, she basically works in, like, a setting, an office setting where basically she gets treated like shit all the time. Like, hey, we want you to stay late. And then even while she's staying late, it's like, oh, what are you staying late for? Are you trying to show off for the boss? It's like, and then afterwards, or even sometimes during the uh, the moment, she'll go into, like, full-on, like, heavy metal death, um, like, death mode. Like, she'll be, like, singing to herself, Eight. like, why the fuck you want? Why the, you know? But, like, the reason why I like the art style is because it was, it was pretty, like consistent across the board not trying to change anything like i could tell what every type of animal would look like uh, after i'd seen the first episode i was like okay I, I see how they're going with this like it's definitely like more cartoony than most anime tries to do like most anime tries to have the whole like not realistic eyes but they have the anime eyes and retsuko was like everybody has fucking black dots for eyes so yeah, Redsco looked more like uh, like just a web cartoon than yeah, anime, yeah, it was anything. It didn't seem to go like off the whole like oh anime. Uh, we need to make sure these eyes look good or the hair looks amazing. It's like no, it's just it's pretty simple. Like it looked good, but it was still pretty simple. And uh, yeah, I really liked it, and I thought it was a good you know good art style. So, Shodaro. All right. Yeah. So I chose Ushio Totora. Actually, a lot of shows this season had really good visuals, like you said, Kiznaiver, Cavanari, and also Bungo Stray Dogs. But I went with Ushio Totora because even though all those other shows have um, really detailed, crisp, and bright colors, I really liked Ushio Totora, how they did um, a creative style. Um, they took, they really animated all of the monsters they had um, really horrifically. Um, especially the main antagonist, which is Hakume Nomono. And even though I hated the show, they really, <laughs> like, they deformed the face and the expressions were really interesting, and I haven't seen that in a lot of anime. Whereas 
like other shows this season, you can see very high production, very crisp, very um, together. Um, I liked Ushio Totoro because they chose a different style, a more unique style, and it's Madhouse. So I love them. So yeah. All right. All right. So moving on to uh, our best character designs this season. Uh, I have two, again. Shut up. Um, <laughs> uh, myself, Shinoda, and Tom uh, all said uh, Kiesniver had uh, the best character, one of the best character designs this season. Um, for Kiesniver, I really liked um, like each character like had a color scheme to go along with them, and it sort of matched their personality, at least in my opinion. So that's one of the reasons I liked it. I also liked how this doesn't necessarily go along to character designs. It was more to story, but how the way their design fits with how they relate to each other. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah no, it does. Like they're different people, but like they have compatible parts, and that's how well, they all get along. Yeah, it's a great way to put it. You know, compatible <laughs> parts. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. all boys and girls have compatible uh, parts. I mean, I mean, I mean, I know no one at home oh, can no. see this, but I'm putting my, people. I'm putting my finger through my. Through a hole. <laughs> <laughs> Compatible parts. Compatible. Um, yeah, it just, I don't know, they, they, it all seemed to meld together really nice in the character designs. Anyone else? Um, no? I mean, like, My Hero Academia. No, I'm talking about for Keith Sniper. Wait, what? Um, I really... Oh, shit, sorry. I looked away for a second. I know where we were. <laughs> Attention! I really liked Sonozaki's design because it looks like SF. Of course, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Of course. I mean, I feel the exact same. That's the only reason I like Sonozaki. Because <laughs> she looks like SF. I'm like, that's cool. I like SF. I love SF, actually. Yeah, I love her. Um, I also like how they did highlights in the hair. Um, oh, yeah. Has, like, cyan blue in her blonde. And the main character... Katsuhira has black in his white, and it looks really nice. So I'm sure there are more highlights. Black in my white. You've got your cyan blue in my blonde. Shut up. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So the second one that I picked, um, and also John picked it, uh, is Bakuan. So uh, I'd like to just point out that I picked it first, and then you added it after realizing. Well, I thought about it. Listen, I thought about it, I was like, yeah, I thought that had really good character designs, but I think my reason for liking it might be different than yours, so go ahead first. Okay, so I like it because all the girls, regardless of how much I like Hane and Rin more than the rest, they all have unique characters, in my opinion, that relate to the story and their positioning of friends and their bike club. Their bike club. Echo. Echo. (laughs) Echo, Echo. let's go, let's go. (laughs) What is happening? I don't know. Is it fine? Yeah, he's gone now. Alright, hold on. Everyone be quiet. God damn it. Alright, keep going. Wait, hold on. There's... Oh, god damn it. Tino, something. Alex, say something. Something. Yeah, it's coming from you. No? I don't hear it. I don't hear it. I don't hear it. Really? No echo. I don't hear any echo either. It's not an echo. It's like a reverb. 
Nope, you you Screw it, I must be tripping. With all those oh. bath salts. The other drugs, you know that. <laughs> anyway. God, I've only eaten cherries and blueberries. <laughs> what? <laughs> it was anyway. my snack of the day. Cherries oh, and blueberries. Yeah. All those antioxidants are fucking with your mind. I'm sweating dodgeballs. <laughs> Fight Club. That's a good anime. <laughs> Club, the anime. Alright, let's get back on track. Please. Right. Just start over. Or... Just fucking Cut go. We'll figure this out later. Alright, go, go, John, go. Bike Club. Bike and... Club! Bike Club! Like Raimu Senpai with her, which is really funny. Her name's Raimu Lime. She's a lime green Kawasaki ninja. Yeah. And then uh, Hane. With her um, wings, Dirt. the suasas. Yeah. And then Rin with the katana, because, you know, a Japanese, Suzunoki Rin. Yeah. Super Japanese ass name. Then we got Frizz. Just Frizz. Frizzy. Frizzy on her Yamaha. Then we've got Ojo on the Ducati. Like, they all fit so well, in my opinion. Yeah. They're, they're like the looks, how they behave, and their bikes. It's all in collusion with each other. It's great. All right, well, my personal reason for liking the character designs of Bakuan is because they reference two of the things that I also love. Um, the design, and actually, you can see this on the uh, on the manga covers. Um, they mirror the K-On manga covers almost identically with the characters and the color schemes on the manga covers, which is great. Um, and also, and the, uh, the translation team has actually confirmed this, apparently, that... The uh, the three main girls, Onsa, Hane, and Rin, are supposed to be uh, referencing Jeremy Clarkson, James May, and Richard Hammond from Top Gear. <laughs> and, of course, and obviously, Raimu is a sting. Um, yeah, so true. But yeah, Onsa is supposed to be Jeremy Clarkson with, with her frizzy hair. Um, uh, Rin is supposed to be Richard Hammond with her Suzuki fangirlism. Like, he's a big Porsche fanboy. And then um, Hane is supposed to be James May with her ditziness. <laughs> so I knew it. I knew the first time I watched it. It's like, the, the manga who created this has to be a Top Gear fan. There's so many references in it. And the translation team has confirmed it. I love it. That's why I like the character designs, because they reference other stuff. But that's my personal reason for liking it. Wow, that makes me love the show even more. <laughs> I know. There's just, and there's just references peppered all throughout that show, which I love. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Jason, Marcus, Riker, show, and Tom all said MAJ. So go. Well, all the characters, like, there were so many goddamn characters in the show, and each character, I could, like, recognize which one had what powers, which one. I couldn't recognize them by name, because there's just... So many that they did maybe said the name one time, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to remember you. You're not a main character, sorry. But every character was designed in such a way that like I could I could remember what their power was. So I could be like, oh, I remember you know what he does and how he's useful and whether or not he's a you know a good friend or whether or not he's like I just I'm here for whatever. And I could, it was easy for me to remember, and I thought that was a good you know design aspect and good des- good design choice to not make him look kind of the same. Yeah, I, just, I thought. I, yeah, 
I thought all the hero costumes were like super cool. Like especially Bakugo who has like a yes. freaking grenades on his hands yeah. and like a black and red mullet. Like holy shit. And like Todoroki with like half ice, half normal with a split colored hair. And like so many are so unique. Oh my god, and the redhead who has um like a black steel bar around his mouth, like very BDSM if I'm just saying that. Um, and like most of the, yeah, <laughs> most you're talking of about the, the guy that could like harden his skin. Oh yeah, he's so minor. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I like how like their costumes made sense for like the powers that they had too. Like he had like he was like shirtless and stuff, and wearing shorts, and that makes sense because his ability is like him hardening his skin. Oh so what's the, yeah, yeah. What's yeah. the point in wearing a shirt if your whole ability is to run out there and get hit and harden yourself? So yeah, and. Bakugo's like big giant grenade gauntlets were like what like they concentrated the sweat on his palms which is what explodes yeah and he can store them for later too which is pretty neat yeah you can shoot it as like a big ass beam I like the way um like the way All Might was designed too was like I don't know I just really like the way they created him to look like a... he looks yeah. like an old school western yeah that's what I'm like, I couldn't figure out superhero. Like, and that's like yeah in his hair yeah I, just, like, I tell you what it looks a lot like how Superman was originally drawn yeah I mean really? minus Superman the, looked like minus that the black hair well I even loved his like emaciated form too yeah <laughs> like, it's, it's, and it, like yeah. skull form Dude, I, that, when like, I first saw that, I was like... clothes that are way too big on him in case he has to transform and stuff. <laughs> I like All Might. That's what I like about uh, My Hero Academia. That's literally yeah. the only thing... Well, besides the soundtrack, the only thing I like about it, MHA. Origin manga win. <laughs> okay. Wow. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Marcus. Okay, so... You also said Sinfan. Okay, I say Sinbad because, like with me, My Hero Academia, I can recognize every character by the way they look, and I fucking love the way Sinbad's hair is. Like, I love how it's purple, it's long, reminds me of a certain video game character uh, who also has pirate stuff. <laughs> Shantae. Oh, Shantae, baby! And um, I may be biased Shasting. because of that, but it just reminds me of the Shantae game I played, because he does look like Shantae. Except for the, she wears red and he wears fucking whatever he's feeling at the time. And, uh, I don't know. I, I also liked the way Jafar first looked. Um, how he was basically like a, I don't know what you call him, like a thief, uh, assassin. And then how he looked afterwards. At first I didn't like it because I got so used to what he looked like without his mask on. That, or with his mask on, that when I saw what he looked like without it, I was just like, I don't know. Now he's just like this pathetic little kid. But, I got over it. And now I like it. And that's why I like all the Sinbad character designs. I think they're I think they're pretty good. You know, they're not stupid over the top like Mr. Hero Academia's are. But uh <laughs> Yeah, I Don't worry, I'm good. sure they will get super over the top. Well oh my god, and the fucking like I like we were talking about earlier, with the way Sinbad looked after he went Super Saiyan, or at least what I considered <laughs> his Super Saiyan mode at the time, he has a fucking I don't know, the Dragon Tail, you know what I'm talking about? They get uh, the, the the character designs in that series get pretty ridiculous <laughs> later on. But like the way but. he looked was just like you can definitely tell this guy is miles above what he was before he transformed. Like in terms of straight up power. 
And I thought that, that's a, you know, the fact that I could recognize that before I even saw what he did, I was like, alright, yeah, that looks pretty fucking cool, I wish that was a video game character. But, uh, yeah, I liked Sinbad, and I liked My Hero Academia. There's some other shows, but those were the two that I picked, and I liked them. Alright. Tom, go ahead, Tom. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, well, I, I, I... Because he did Kiznaver in MHA. I, just I know, I know. Him. I'm just being... Anyway. Yeah. He's being facetious. Yeah, yeah, I'm well, being an ass, well, yeah, okay? Yeah. Can't you just let me do it? Anyway. No. Anyway. <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> anyway, moving on to uh, our favorite male character this season. Uh, can we all just take a moment and <laughs> admire how great Sakamoto is? No. Please. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, so yeah. good. Whether he, husband he, of the season. No, okay. No, he was. I would no. say, so, yeah, yeah. No, without a doubt. Um, yeah. Um, I love Sakamoto because, like, he's a character who I literally never knew what he was going to do next, and I really love that. Like, everything he does is like a total surprise and like awesome. He's he's the person you wanted to be in high school. Don't deny yeah. it. The coolest. The coolest. Okay, like, my problem with Sakamoto is that he's not cool. He's just weird. Get out. <laughs> That's the It's point. true, though. He's not cool. He's it just is. weird. Exactly. But he's <laughs> weird enough point. that he knows that he's weird and he owns it. Yeah. He owns it so hard that everyone admires him for it. Yeah, he should be weird, weirder, weirdest. I'm just saying. <laughs> that's, that's what's cool about him, though, is that he is weird. Who wants to be with someone who's normal? But the whole tagline of the show is that he's supposed to be cool. He's yeah, cool. He's not. Yes, he okay. is. He's hella awesome. No, he's he's awkward. swag. He does what he wants. He's not in. He's not hip. Or, I can't he's believe he's swag. He's, he's the like a family cousin. Snowflake. What? What did you say, Tonona? <laughs> He's the, not Jotaro. Uh, Joestar family's cousin, I honestly. Say, <laughs> yeah, shut up. But seriously, that's what makes him so great. Yeah, I mean, the reason I like him is because he was unpredictable. He is definitely unpredictable. I will give you that. Yeah. Um. And he's, he's literally the person I saw myself as in high school. I wasn't. That's when I looked in the mirror in high school. That's what I saw. <laughs> Shut up! Man, <laughs> <laughs> <Back> dream. I'm <laughs> face bombing so hard. Don't take it away from me. You're just that guy. I wanted to be that guy. Why did you Sakamoto? Yeah, Sakamoto is great. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. What are you Studio doing? Go watch it now. Killed it this year. Uh, alright. Jason. You picked yeah. another character that I Yeah, really I ended up picking so I ended up picking up someone. At first I wasn't gonna pick one, but then I thought about the best bro. And so I had to pick Oda. Oda Yeah. Without he, him He is a great him, Yeah, he's great. Like without him, Tanaka couldn't live the lifestyle that he has that we all dream that we wish we could have. Oh, like man. he's just there, like he, if he needs a lift, he'll carry him. If he needs to feed him, he'll feed him. Like whatever it is, it's like he's like best girl and best boy rolled into one. <laughs> so uh, I'm gonna ask a stupid question: Who the hell is that? Because I, I don't know. 
Yeah, from the tall guy. He's from Tanaka Kun. He's always listless. He's the tall, blonde haired dude that carries Tanaka all all around. The one that always has a straight face. The one who likes what anime? Tanaka Kun is always listless. Oh, yeah, I didn't watch it, so (laughs) no wonder I was. I was like, who the fuck is this? Well, you should watch it. It was very good, as you'll find out later on in the show. I love He is broest of bros. I mean, he'll give uh, other bros a run for their money. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily. He's the broest of all bros. Well, no. decided. Yeah, it's definitely he's definitely in the in a, in the running with Tsunakawa and uh, what's his name from prison school. But I, I wouldn't say he's the broest of the bros. But he's the broest this season. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But we should have the broest of the bros contest. We should a clash of bros throughout the years. I'm so down with that. I know. New idea. Check the the page. Put the plug. Put the plug, Alex. Put the plug. No, not yet. <laughs> um. Anyway, speaking of characters, nobody knows about John. <laughs> All right. So, um, unlike you, plebs, I chose someone who actually mattered this season in his own anime to everyone because he saves the fucking world, and that is Sosuke Banba, Banba Sensei. From Kagawani. He Dude, is that... my favorite male of this season because in season one, he didn't do very much, but in season two, which aired this season, he was like the main character, actually the main character, and actually fucking running shit. Dude, and I'm gonna be it was honest. Actually, I cool. I did not really care. Like, the second season was like way different because of what you're saying. Like, I didn't think it was bad. It's just I got so used to the first season that when it was like all about him, I was just like, I don't care. I thought this was a Monster yeah. of the Week anime. <laughs> yeah, because it's you know it's from the same studio that does the um, Yamishibai. Yeah, same I was studio say does Ghost, Yamishibai. Or, um, Ghost Stories. So going to Kagawani season one, which is all about the monsters, the monsters, the monsters, <laughs> and then in season two it focuses on Banva Sensei, and he's actually the main character, so it makes sense that they focus on him. And he just, as a protagonist, fuck shit up. Get shit done. And I also really like the uh, voice actor, because it's the same guy who does Gintoki. And it's weird to see him play a very serious role. Subita? Mm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. He's, like, he's, <laughs> he's in, like, everything. Like, you can just hear him in the background of, like, most shows. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He was uh he was at Ats- Atsuhi, right in Sakamoto. Yeah. Yeah. He's actually in quite a lot of shows, yeah. Hmm. But still just I I just wanted to choose Bond with man. He's so cool. I liked it what happens in season 2 at the end. Saves the world, people. Well, don't Go spoil watch Kagwani. Yeah, but say just spoil it for us, why don't you? All right, Hero wins, gets the girl. Spoiled it. Done. That's, sounds pretty good to me. Yeah. All right. Ten out of ten. <laughs> Riker. I went with All Might. That's Just a good fun. choice. I mean, I don't know. When when I think of like male characters from this season that stand out, I feel like All Might was kind of even like compared to like it's Subaru and stuff. It was. I mean, ReZero was you know probably the biggest show of the season. I feel like All Might's still like. The most iconic male figure from this season, like 
You're gonna you're gonna see his stupid face for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Cosplay and, and gifts of his face and just gifts of him in general for a long time. I don't know, and he's awesome. Like him doing his plus ultra punch where he literally like punches a guy into the sky, like all the way it's just He's just awesome. Like he's like Superman but cool. <laughs> what are you talking he's, about? <laughs> Superman is cool. Because Superman is lame. Excuse me? He's, he's so lame. Excuse you. Cool. cool. Shots fired. Hey, isn't listen. this an anime cast? What What are we talking about Superman? Yeah. <laughs> Superman anyway. is the best anime, don't you know? We're just talking about how lame Superman is. Oh, okay. I'll allow it. Anyway, let's hang up on Riker. Um, <laughs> he's so lame he got oh, killed in his second movie. Shut up. <laughs> we like to pretend that doesn't exist. He didn't even make it to a trilogy before he died. <laughs> oh, oh, it's terrible. Move on, please. <laughs> so, yeah, my favorite character is also from My Hero Academia, and it's Bakugo. Um, I really I like, like how... Choice. Thank you. you. Best girl. I, like, I like how you put MHA in parentheses afterwards like we didn't know. Well, I don't know. I'm suspicious about Chinoda, so it's for his sake. <laughs> well, let, let's be honest. Whoa. We're all suspicious about Chinoda. Best, best Sundere of the season. Oh my god, yes. Um, yeah, I really like how <clears throat> he's a foil for the main character, Izuku, because where Izuku is like an underdog and he had no powers his entire life, and then um, he has to deal with that to become a hero... Um, Bakugo's like the opposite. He's like an overdog where he was overpowered from birth and he's always been the top of his class, but now he has to deal with um, actually seeing people who are better than him. And usually when you see overdogs, um, it's really stupid. They come off as pretentious and dumb. But in this case, I think they take... Bakugo's uh, character development seriously and you can see the pain in his eyes when he's losing and it doesn't feel like he's an arrogant prick it feels like he's actually hurting and he's trying to grow so I really liked how they handled his character and didn't make him look like a dick the whole time but showed that he actually has emotions and he's actually a person inside and plus, just the way they animated him, like I said, his character design is amazing. And like his facial expressions when he's mad or when he's like in pain are so intense. I just loved him. Plus, he is great husband material, just putting it out there. You know, he's a Sundari, but he's also a Yandere. So, gotta get that in. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's, I, he's probably, he's, I don't, well, I like, I like Deku a lot, but. Bakugo's up there. Like, typically I don't like, you know, overdog type characters, but I do like Bakugo. Especially with, like, what's going on in the manga now. I I, I liked uh, Deku more because of the anime. I mean, yeah, more in the anime than the manga, but I still don't like him that much. I don't know, his character design and his just, his whole sort of, like, personality just feels a little too generic for me. But I still I, like. I, I just like. I like how crazy he is. Like he just fucking brutalizes himself, like consist, like constantly. Like I, I don't know. I like. I like how just insane he is. Like when shit hits the fan. It doesn't. Um, that doesn't it, really phase me. 
I'm blanking out of his name, but the Ice Guy is my favorite one out of those three. Todoroki. Yeah. Todoroki. Yeah, Todoroki. Yeah. I, was, I thought that was his name, but I, was, I kept thinking something else. So. His character development's really good. That's gonna be. Yeah, gonna be I can't the, wait for the, the standout of the second season. Yeah, I really like him too. Yeah, I like the fight with Deku and him. That was fucking amazing. But season two win. <laughs> Give it well, to don't me worry. Now. Don't worry. You'll get a season two, a season three, a season three thousand, a season thirty million. Oh, um, by the way, the, much, the, much someone sold salty. The sales for the shows, like the shows this season came out, and um, MHA is number five. Wow, really? What's really? number one? Let me guess. Let me guess. Free zero, number one. No, actually, MHA is number six. No, number one is JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Oh, well, that's, yeah, oh, that's right. Sense. And yeah. then guess what's number two? You should be happy about this, John. High Foodie. Yes! Yes! Fucking Moe wins! Oh, <laughs> and then, uh, and then ReZero, and then Bungo Stray Dogs, then Cabaneri, then MHA, then Super Lovers. <laughs> Cabaneri. Super, Super Lovers. Lovers. Yeah. Joshi put in work. Hold up, are you serious? Are you sure? Kisnaver, you're looking at Kisnaver, the right Kisnaver, list? Kisnaver's all the way at the bottom. <laughs> what? Hundred, hundred. You know the show Hundred? The one that I that sold, yeah. that sold more than Kisnaver. Shit! Oh wow. God. What? Anyway, so, it wasn't too bad. Oh. It's whatever. So did Astros War. Can, can, can I just point out the, the immense pride that I feel that Moe beat out Shonen? I'm very right. But I mean, MHA is making more money than that, though, because MHA is also like the most watched anime series out of this. Uh, I can tell you that I do not care. Um, <laughs> just saying, salt. it's making a shit ton of money. Yeah, Justin Bieber makes a shit ton of money, too. <laughs> salt. <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? No, well, I Justin, just don't understand how that. I don't, I don't really see how that's related. Well, Justin uh, Bieber is a shonen. <laughs> he is a shonen. Justin yeah. Bieber is a shonen. Well, he's kind of like a shojo though. He's a shojo shonen. <laughs> no, a shoujo he's more, shonen. Like a, more like a yuri, really. <laughs> more like a shonen maid. <laughs> Anyway, we're going off the rails here. Uh, uh, Tom, Tom's favorite character was Toyota. I mean, Subaru. Uh, <laughs> I wonder if that's still his favorite character. I don't know. Subaru was probably yeah. my least favorite. I love he what's going balls. on with Subaru right now. <laughs> anyway, Ooh. moving on. That's on for, yeah. Moving on to our favorite female characters this season, I shamelessly have three. Wow. <laughs> All your waifus. You yes. added another one? Laid before me. Um, I'm not, like, okay, my first one is Rim from ReZero. I'm not the only one. Jason, Riker, and Tom all said Rim. Um, Rim is just fucking amazing. Uh, fighting maid. Come on. Fighting demon maid. Demon maid with one horn. With one horn. Just yeah, like me. I didn't really like. I mean, I liked Rem, but she wasn't best girl for me until her flashback episode, and then oh, I got hit with the feels. And after I was like, after Rem. what's been going on in that show, I don't even. I mean, the people that are saying Amelia best girl are just like, I think they're just too like they they know they're wrong, but they can't abandon ship. <laughs> yeah, they pick, they they pick too early and just. 
Yeah. Have to, have to stick with it. Guns, yeah. I mean, she, she. I mean, don't get me wrong. She is a great character. Like at least, well, not for the middle part, but in the beginning and like these recent chapters, I, I liked her like uh, more assertiveness. But other than that, Rem is still the best girl. I would think if it wasn't for Rem and Ram in that show, that Amelia would be best girl in that show. Maybe. I don't know. Felt's going up there too. I, I like. Felt. I, I like Felt I, now. I didn't. And a lot of people still like the big titted evil girl. <laughs> you mean uh, Frozen? Frozen? Elsa? Um, uh, Her name is Elsa. Uh, okay. I, I guess I don't know. I just I just remember she had big titties and stuff. I remember she was called the Bow Hunter. And I was like, that's a little weird. Let's be honest. <laughs> the most important part. Yeah, best exactly. that show is definitely Priscilla. Just saying, putting that out there. Do you mean Kisha? <laughs> She does it better. She wears it better. What the hell you say? Um, anyway, um, my second pick uh, for this season's best girl is Inukai from Flying Witch because Inukai? You <laughs> shameless furry. I am such a shameless furry. Anyway, um, yeah, I, the, my biggest thing with that is I really wish she had more screen time because she was only in three episodes, I think. Yeah. Three. Yeah, three episodes. Um, but that episode where you got to see her in her human form, oh my god. Oh, total waifu. Um, we should change your nickname from Senpai to Shameless Furry. Shut up, we should. <laughs> Senpai for life. Um, yeah, Inukai. And my last one is just another Shameless. It, it's, it's Maya from Ace Attorney because... Let's be honest. She's the best part of that show. Yeah, right, y'all? That's, yeah. <laughs> the best part of that show is not watching that show. No. The oh, best yeah. show. It's just watching Maya. <laughs> it's, it's good. I promise. Uh, yeah, those are mine. Maya is Bay. Chinoda. My name is Chinoda. Your name is Chinoda. What's the name of the person you thought was the best female character? The beautiful mom. Mm. Aliko? Mm. Aliko. <laughs> well, let's be honest. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm be completely honest, though. Like, I, I really couldn't decide who I... Favorite female character that well. So I just went with Liliko, because, like... I liked her. She, she, she got... She kept being thrown in she was trying so to be many situations. Normal. She kept yeah, trying to like, be so normal. Like the whole thing with her. Like she just tried to start um the whole show. Like at the beginning she was trying to be normal. Then everything literally everything the Fire Nation went attack. to shit. <laughs> and then, then, then the couldn't attack her heart. Um anyways <laughs> And then um, the showed up to save everything. <laughs> um, I really liked her though because like it showed us uh, her journey and like it really focused on her, which I loved. Um, and like she grew as a character. Like we got to uh, see that. Like it wasn't just like. She wasn't like, oh, I just want to be normal all the time. No, like, she recognized the universe isn't like that. And, like, she grew with it. She's like, you know what? I like my life as it is. And I came to really respect that. Like, I really liked her. 
Yeah. So yeah, Fumiko is a great character. If you want to yeah. see the end of her story, watch Kiznaiver. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you want to see how that story ends, watch the final episode of Kiznaiver and keep your eye open. Oh. It's true. Wait, Literally, Sigurd really? is creating this. Yeah, she's she's in the background of Kiznaiver. God damn it. What? I have to watch the episode and, right and now. I, I also have to point this out in, uh, in the episode... Uh, I think it's the last. Yeah, the last episode of uh, Luluko. If you look really closely at Novakun's scar, it looks exactly like the Kizna scar from Kiznaiver. Yeah, Cheers I saw that conclusion with itself. Well, that show, that show was just pretty much like, hey, this is the, the Trigger anime? Cinematic Universe. It's all connected. Yeah, it, it is, apparently. I mean... I mean, they had Little Witch at the end, too. True. They yeah, pass off the, the Trigger Girls passing off, too. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, John, you have another character that I love. Surprised you didn't uh, say anything, but my favorite female character of the season was Akane from uh, Flying Witch, the older hey. sister. Hey. Hey. Akane. <laughs> wait, wait! <laughs> fucking love her. Calm down, kid. She's so funny. Like, in every episode she's in, she's either just fucking doing nothing and being a lazy ass, or just doing something completely random. And it's just always hilarious to watch her. And it, honestly, out of all the girls this season, she's the only one that I've just been smiling at the entire time whenever I see her. Yeah, I love her. I I love her her randomness and like her. She's always in like this drunken stupor, but she's not drinking. She's just sleepy. Yeah, and she has a killer tan. Yeah, the white hair with that tan. Yeah, I'm assuming it's a tan. I mean, I I'm not not judging. Don't don't try and understand skin color in anime. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, Akane is great. Yeah. Way. <laughs> I love that scene so much. I know it's too good. <laughs> no, the best part of that is that uh, at the end of the entire way sequence, she's just like staring at her with eating the chips, just like deadpan. It's great. Yeah. She's like. She thinks he's your, she, he's your, or he's your boyfriend. He's like, that thing? No. <laughs> it's just deadpan closes the door. I love it. Yeah, she was really funny in that show. All right, anyway, moving on. Marcus, and show, you picked the same person. Yep. Yep. I just remembered okay. Ass Class when I saw um, Shotaro put Irina Yelovich. Which, uh, did you watch the sub or dub, by the way? Because they, they actually do a different joke, depending on um, which version you, you watch. You know me, always the sub. What did they do? What did they call her? Like, how did they how did they relate the bitch sound? In, uh, yeah, they said bitchy, sensei. Bitch. Oh, okay. Because, like, in the English, it made more sense. Because it's like, I'm Irina Yelovich. And it's like, what? Yellow bitch or something? It's like, no, 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 Yelovich. Like, well, we're calling you bitch sensei. So, sorry. And I don't know. It's yeah, just it's like, the same. Yeah. It's the same pun. Okay. Um, I really like yeah, her because at first she was really just doing it like most of the people in the show. They were just, she was just acting that way. 
because she's like, I'm here for the money, don't give a shit. But after a while, she turned into one of my favorite characters ever, which is like the, I'm here to actually teach you guys, and I actually care about you guys, so don't fuck me over, and I won't fuck you over. But then, and I actually haven't seen this animated yet, because um, I read this, so I, I kind of know what happens, but um, there's that scene where she quote-unquote does the bad thing, and uh, how was that done in the show? Because I didn't get it's off on screen it. and it's funny. It's not weird. Okay. All right. Um. What do you have to say about her? Yeah, I really like her because she's really sexy. She wears revealing clothing. Yes. <laughs> yes. I didn't want to mention it, but yes. Yes. Um, yes. Like that's, that's part of her. Yes. 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 She's yeah. a, she's supposed to be a honey trap, so she's supposed to be sexy. So it's actually um, canon. It's not weird. Yeah, unless it's you not want it to fan be. service because that's um, her character. I yeah. want it to be. Oh, then she will definitely comply. <laughs> she will serve. Yeah, her and I fame. just like it because she's like really she's a cute tsundere. She's like immature. It's the best um, part though. She's like she's so immature about certain things where she'll be like what i didn't know about that oh i gotta look this up and it's just like uh okay um we'll, we'll get back to our subject and then it's like oh guys guys don't you all want to do this like we're done with that now it's like but but you're all but ah screw you guys yeah it's funny because like she's supposed to be the teacher but sometimes she acts like a kid and yeah she's like a successful professional assassin so yeah. uh like she has like depth to her character but she's still funny and cute so yeah i like her yeah there's so many s's behind that I yes just... girl yes slay anyway. yes all right anyway, we're done with this done. moving on um all right now we get to the point where everyone is mad um <laughs> biggest disappointments of this season all right, I'm going to go first with something that me and Jason both found pretty disappointing, I'm assuming, and that's Joker game. Why did you find it disappointing, Jason? Or don't I'm, say not J- I'm not Jason, My but bad. I also found it disappointing. I found it disappointing from the first episode, though. Oh. Like, yeah, I, went, I, was I actually like, had my shimmy. I was like, dude, cool spy anime, and then I watched it, and I was like, this is boring as shit. And then it continued to be boring as shit. And it's like, this, there's this guy, and I'm like, I don't know who that is. He looks like every other fucking guy in this show. Brown-haired. They all have same face. Man, man in a suit. It is same face. And then they change the characters' names, like, constantly. I, I was like, yeah, I dropped it after, like, six episodes. Like, fuck this shit, I'm out. Yeah, I was like, yeah. yeah I, I like the whole concept of the, of the Joker game. So I was expecting one big kind of, like, long con over the whole season instead of standalone episodes. I don't know if they came together at the end to kind of make a more coherent plot, but after, like, the sixth episode, I was like, I, I can just jump in and watch something, and it's not even really going to matter, so why should I even really bother continuing it? So, and, yeah, I agree with you guys. Like, every character looked the same. Like, I couldn't tell. I couldn't. I didn't know which characters were which on their own standalone episodes. Like, I was just, I was like, eh, I'm not feeling it. I was really disappointed. Yeah. One of my biggest disappointments with it was that I, I, it takes place during World War II, which is an interesting setting to me because I kind of like historical settings. And they just like they didn't even really take advantage of it. They, they played more into the fact that they were pl- doing a spy game than the fact that there was actually a war going on. 
I mean, I thought they could have, like, involved that more. Because I don't know what happened past episode five, because that's when I dropped it. But, um, yeah, I, I, I'm kind of with Riker. Like, after the first episode, it goes downhill for me. Like, the first episode is okay. I just don't think it does a really good job setting up the the show in general. I mean, that's my opinion, but... I don't know. It, it, it seems like they took an uh, interesting setting and just pissed it away. I wanted Ocean's Eleven, the anime. That's not, <laughs> that's not what I got. Yeah, that's kind of like basically what I wanted. Yeah, yeah I agree. I mean, that would have been yeah. good. I would have watched that. Been good. I, I'd watch that, wouldn't you? <laughs> that's not what we got, though. That's not what we not got. Not at all. Not at all. I also want to say that the the animation in that show could have been a little better. Just saying. I like I guess, the visuals. Eh. I don't know. It, it kind of goes to my, my thing with the same face. It's like, I really... There's not enough differentiation in these characters. I mean, couldn't you spend a little more time with these character designs? I mean, they're supposed to be military, though. So you can't know, like, make but, them too unique. I know, but I don't, it's my personal gripe with it, but... Anyway. Alright. Now everyone can stop talking now because I'm going to talk about everyone's favorite anime. Um, my personal... I mean, Joker game was pretty disappointing to me. My biggest disappointment of the season for me personally was My Hero Academia. And I'll tell you why. Part of it is... Part of my disappointment is my own fault because I did something you should never do, children. And that is buy into hype. <laughs> never ever buy... Shut up, show. Never ever buy into hype. <laughs> Because you're setting yourself up for disappointment. I had so many people before the show started telling me that it was going to be so different than any other shonen I'd ever seen. So I got really excited because, as I've said it before on this, show, on this podcast, I'm not the biggest fan of the shonen genre. There's some out there that I really love. There's some out there that I really hate. And uh, so I was really excited when people said, this is going to be different. You'll see. So I said, okay. So I went into it wide-eyed. And I was completely, well, not completely. I was mostly let down. Um, I've said it before, the soundtrack is pretty good. All Might is superb. But the pacing for this show is piss poor. Um, It might as well be molasses rolling down Mount Everest as fast as it moves. Um, (laughs) See, I totally disagree. I I, I don't know. I prefer slower pacing to fast pacing, though. Because, like, I absolutely hated the latest episode of... Food Wars because of how fast the pace was. Yeah, that Food yeah, Wars. I, I haven't seen I, it yet. It totally killed my excitement for the second season. I haven't seen it yet, but from what people are saying about it, it gets me really excited about it. It's because they're, there's, they're, 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 oh man, and I don't know. I yeah, hate, kinda, I hate, I, I know what you I mean. hate fast pacing. I'd rather them take them, take their time and actually like delve into the source material. Which yeah. is not, not what they're doing at all in Food Wars. And it's going to hurt the show, in my opinion. Anyway, I really, I really like food. slow pacing. As long as it's not filler, it's amazing. Um, like, Hunter x Hunter was slowly, methodically paced. Oh, and it's like one of pacing. the highest rated anime. And I loved it. And that's, personally, I think that's how you should do Shonen. Like, do it slow, do it right, and don't, like, um, insert random filler and just go off the tracks, just go and pace slowly and get through the story that you're telling. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is the same way. It's yeah. about you know, two you know, three you know, chapters. Shonen doesn't do that and is really, really good. 
Full Metal Alchemist. Right, it's, that that still, it's still like sixty-five episodes long. Sixty-four. Yeah, but it's not gonna. It's not seven thousand episodes long like this is setting up to be. Oh, See, I mean, you're saying that after a, 13 episodes, though. There's not even 100 chapters in the manga yet. Like, Give relax. it time. Give it time. There'll be 1,000 plus chapters in this manga. Give it time. See, my, oh, my, give it about 15 years. My <laughs> problem with FMA is that they compressed like most of the stuff that was, con- that was uh, done in 2003 version into the first 13 episodes, and it wasn't really told well. So... Like that kind of fast pacing. Hmm? It cut out all the irrelevant parts. I thought Brotherhood told it yeah, so well, much. Yeah, well, it bad. also it cut out Maze practically entirely. He's Not in like three episodes. He's it's like in three it. episodes, and then he dies, and they're like, feel something. Yeah. If you have only watched Brotherhood, you're gonna be like, I don't care about this guy at all. Yeah, I it's think they supposed cut to be out one of the lot. most pivotal, like pivotal things in the series, and you've seen him for like all of three episodes. Yeah, I definitely felt more with 2003 in the initial part that they actually covered than with Brotherhood. But anyways, that's off topic. Yeah, I wasn't both. My point in saying that is they're both less than 60 episodes, and they they tell a coherent shonen story. To me, episode count doesn't matter as long as there's no filler. Episode count matters to me a lot because I have precious little time with which to watch anime. I don't have time to listen to every single character's intricacies. I don't know, like... I, episode count sometimes matters with me, but like Gintama is my favorite anime, and that has like 250 episodes now, almost, almost 300. And that show is consistently better than like 90 other 90 percent of everything else I watch. So I don't know. I guess episode count really doesn't matter to me. Anyway, moving on with my rant. Uh, my second biggest problem with MHA is it has a very piss poor main character. Um, it, he is his voice is annoying. His design is annoying. He is just overall annoying. All Might should and could very easily be the center of that show. I don't know why he isn't, except the Monica, I guess, wants to tell the most generic shonen story ever. Um, Alex, I mean, li- it's no. called it's called shonen because it focuses on boys, not seinen. I know, but listen, All Might's a better character. He's not a boy, uh, though. He's not a boy. Could it be. would just be it would just be JoJo's. Plus, All Might's story is like already, like, it's supposed to be like the end of his career. It's like the whole point of his character. Yeah. If I it know. was all about All Might, it'd be really boring, especially after what what's no, happened in the manga. No, it wouldn't. Anyway, um, where was I? Oh yeah. Okay. So I don't. Most of the characters to me don't even matter that much. I mean. It, it, because the, only, how many episodes did you watch though? I watched five episodes. Yeah, you didn't really get much from no, the other. No, but listen, no, let me finish. Let me finish. I read the first thirty chapters of the manga, and I still didn't feel anything for any of the characters except All Might. Now you're telling me after thirty chapters, well, you of went the manga, into the manga already hating it. I no, mean, I went into the manga hating the show. That's the same thing. No, because people were, t- no, people that is were the telling same thing. you already no. hate the series. No, people were telling me that the manga solves a lot of problems with the show. Because I'm not the only one that has these problems with this show. John also has a lot of the same problems with this show. It's true, I do. But um, and the manga, um, I actually got farther than he did in the manga. <laughs> yeah, by like one chapter, dude. It's still longer. <laughs> um, but yeah, 
the, the, the manga, yeah, it fixes the pacing problems because the pacing essentially becomes as fast as I can read. Um, but it doesn't fix the, the problem that these characters are not very relatable and they're not very unique and they're not very good. That's and they're not very interesting. And I the mean, story that's not itself, objective. And of course it's not objective. That's my opinion. But, Just um, saying. You're, um, you're, you're stating story, it like it's fact. The story, the story is so typically shown in as like, give me something new. Okay, me see, me. this is where you're wrong. If you watch this as your first shonen, would you say the same stuff? No. Oh no! If, it's my if you first see every shonen, other shonen before anime, watching Hunter X Hunter, great. In fact, in fact, if this is your first, if you if you're new to anime, I recommend that you watch this. If you're new to shonen, I recommend that you watch it. Then why if are you saying the best boy? I recommend that you watch it. Sweet, I'm a thirteen-year-old boy. <laughs> all our all our dreams have come true. But yeah, I mean, I, it's not to say that I don't recognize that there is an audience for this show. There is an audience for this show. It's just not I'm not in it. Like, if you're a thirteen-year-old boy, if you're new to anime, if you're new to shonen, watch it. You'll probably love it. But, but you've said time and time again, the show, this show cool. sucks. Not that it's not for you. You say it now, but I remember when you said this show is just terrible. That's what you said. I mean, it is terrible. <laughs> I, I recognize that not everyone is going to find it that way. Um, but I do actually have a hope for this show. My hope for this show is that it becomes a gateway anime, much in the same way Naruto, Bleach, One Piece, FMA, uh, all those other shows do. Because, the, I mean, as we've said before on our gateway episode that we did, that the point of a gateway anime is mostly to get people into did anime. Anybody I can see the show hitting people in anime. anime. That is not a good gateway anime. But. Really, you don't think MHA could be a good gateway anime? The only the only I reason I would say MHA, I, I the only reason bleach. I would say MHA isn't a good gateway anime is because it's so western. It's not really preparing uh, you for, for oh yeah, that's anime. true. Excellent. It's essentially just it's like I mean, remember how on our gateway episode we talked about a bunch of animes that weren't very uh, Japanese? They're actually more western. Yeah, and you all said that that's ah, a really good gateway anime. Well, yeah. it depends. Like MHA is so like MHA is practically just like Marvel comic, yeah, yeah. And why like, wouldn't that get people that aren't interested in like things that are people that are interested in superhero stuff into anime? Because I don't know, it's just not very anime. <laughs> like the, the those other shows that are Western are still like anime. Like I don't know, it's gonna. I, my... I, I feel like it's gonna get more people into reading comics, like Western comics, than it is into anime. Yeah, my biggest problem with like the long running big shonen's Naruto, One Piece, and Bleach and Fairy Tail, um, is that they have a lot of filler. Whereas Boku no Hero Academia, I do not expect to have filler, and it didn't have filler in the first season. And I think veteran shonen fans will appreciate My Hero Academia because it does the shonen genre like really well. It executes everything really well, and I think it's like one of the it's setting up to be one of the best shonen. Well, in my opinion, because it's focused and it's concentrated. And I I don't think it's a... Um, I mean, it can be a gateway anime, but it can also be appreciated really well by veterans. Well, okay, one thing I would say really quick. Um, this is just about its pacing in terms of, like, Deku. Is, like, when he was doing his training, that was done in an episode. 
Like, he wasn't, like, completely, oh, I'm super OP and I know exactly how to control it. But he got to the point where I can fight. Like, I can actually do stuff. Maybe I can only do I it I only broke one, one arm this time. Yeah, no, that's the thing. Where, like, he had, like, both, both his legs broken. And it's like, I can get this one punch in, you know. And it's just like, if that's all I one need. One punch. But... Did you say one punch? Yeah. But um, it's one of those things where, like, I cannot wait. To... And I'm not going to read it. I don't care how long it takes for a second season to come out. I'm going to watch this show instead of reading it because I feel like I want to see the the training montage or whatever, if they ever do that again. I want to see how he grows compared to, okay, I'm going to read it. Okay, I don't really get how you know I'm training. I, I don't know. I've never really read a full Shonen until after I've been watching it. So whatever. I don't want to get into a rant. But I just want to say I really liked how quickly they got through the whole training. So, yeah. Anyway. I know I'm in the minority on how I feel about MHA, but I know I'm not alone in this group, so I feel better about that. <laughs> right, John? Yeah, I honestly, like, MHA, I liked it going in, you know, but just I got really bored of it because I don't care about Deku, Deku. I, I don't at all. He's terrible. I honestly don't care about him so much. I just care about, like, his power. I'm more concerned about no, where like his power even go. his power and everything about him that's trying to be interesting. I'm just like I really give zero shits. If you were here or not, I would care less. Yeah. Honestly, I'm I'm kind of the same. I'm more interested in like the world and the dynamic between all the other students. Yeah, and they did more of that instead of you know main character farming. Yeah. Well, they they do in the show. The whole would, like last three actually. episodes focus on. The whole class, yeah. I think everybody Shady got invited to shit to get to it. <laughs> ten episodes. <Wow>. <laughs> ten, <laughs> literally ten episodes. It's, it's, Five hours of my life. Two hundred hour. That's two hundred minutes. Like, let's say the twenty minute episodes, right? Ten up ep- or yeah, ten episodes, twenty minutes, two hundred minutes. Quite literally, three and a half hours of my life to just experience like maybe an hour of it, or not even. Anyway, let's move on. Let's talk about how shitty Super Lovers was. <laughs> Literal shit. Wait, I didn't talk about my... Wait, or no, who's next? Shinoda's next. Wait your fucking uh, Shinoda's <laughs> talking about Super Lovers? Yes. He also yeah. wrote down Marcus's do taste, to? to be honest. But um... hey, hey, I didn't do that. I don't know who <laughs> did, but someone did. Not me. I plead the fifth. See. I wonder who... It's probably John since he put L E L, and I don't know anybody else Lel. in this group that would put Lel. Lel. Anyway, um, Super the Lovers Lel was actually shit. was me. <laughs> oh exactly. yeah, Super Lovers. It, it, it was just uh, I, I wanted some. Mm, all I got was doggies. Yeah, yeah it's pretty. Oh much- no! Then the doggies died. That's li- no, you know that's literally the best synopsis I've ever heard of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, it was just a massive disappointment, honestly, uh, to me, because, like, I wanted some, you know, at least okay yaoi. This was shit. Be so honest, you wanted to see the show to get banged. Wait, what? what? You, wanted to see, you wanted to see the show to get banged. Maybe. Show defend me. I mean, you're on your own. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Your honor, um, the defense rests. <laughs> season two. You got but, season um, two, bro. 
going to Thank you, Gene, for giving me such a more disappointed. I'm sorry. What? Thank you, Studio Dean, for giving me something I never wanted in the first place. Basically. Um... I'm gonna watch season two also. I, oh I, my like, god! I hate myself for it. I know, but like I want to. I need to finish this out. Um, yes, I do uh, like the animation in the show. I have to say that. Like I do like how it looks. Like it looks really pretty to me. But otherwise, like um, I like some of the characters, but mostly just the whole story of it was just meh. It was just meh. Like, skip over it. Don't even bother. Honestly. Yeah. I would agree. Jason! Yeah? Talk about how disappointed you were in Twin Star Exorcist. Oh, that show was so yeah. bad. I was looking forward to it, you know, like, I was like, dope, a male, female, dual lead, you know. But I honestly did not care about either one. They were so damn annoying. Like, I couldn't make it past the third episode. Dude, I, I didn't even I make it past the I second stopped. episode. As soon as they're like, you both if you want get shown and like, done wrong, it. watch that show. <laughs> and it's crazy. I see a lot of people, like, made me want to die. Like, I see a lot of people liking it, and I'm just like, I just could not get past my hate for the two main characters. Like, I've never not liked two main characters so much. It's so fucking generic. Like, it yeah. gets all the generic of shonen and, like, makes it bad and just concentrates it. And my god, it sucks. It really does. And it's not even over yet. Like, they haven't released the last episode. Like, it no, comes kind of, I think tomorrow? it's like, it's like it's four seasons like, or three seasons yeah, or something like that. Yeah, it's getting like Wait, 40 episodes. What? God, it's getting all. 50. Are you serious? Yeah, and it's See, not now, even that now, now, now you can complain about Long Shonen, Alex. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Long Shonen. <laughs> it doesn't even have that long, much. Long, shitty Shonen are even worse. It doesn't even have enough source <laughs> material. They've already inserted filler. Wow, I didn't even know that. Uh, it's funny, so. is I'm I'm actually keeping up with Twin Star, because I'm just like, yeah, it's whatever. It's not amazing at all. I'm just watching it just cause I'm bored. So you can just sad. silence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So John and Riker, Keith Sniper, disappointing what? a little bit. A little bit. Oh God. The hype, oh fucking the hype. Do you do, does anyone remember the hype of Keys Night before it even fucking came out? It was oh, a lot of people. So yeah. much hype. My, it was my hype after the first episode, and I've never had a show kill my hype as quickly <laughs> as Kiz Never did. <laughs> like oh I remember Trigger being like, "We've we're making an anime that no one has ever done before. It's gonna connect to everyone." And I was like, "I get what they mean now in the trailer when they're like saying connect, get it, haha, bonds." You know, but God, the show is just so bad. I don't know what the fuck I was expecting, but it definitely wasn't what it is. It's like an uber angstier version of Persona, <laughs> like without <laughs> all the cool stuff. <laughs> without all the cool personas. <laughs> yeah, it's just like high school kids being really fucking angsty all the time. And um, without spoilers, but the ending was so stupid. It was. So counterproductive. Like, what was the whole point of anything? They just what? <laughs> they just like negated everything that they built up to. It was just so stupid. I hated it. The whole show. Yeah, I didn't like the, the ending. I didn't like that last episode. I didn't. I didn't think the show was too bad, but I definitely didn't like that last episode. 
Listen, oh, the man. whole show, the whole point of the show was to have a Luluko and Nova cameo at the very end. That That's was literally my the my favorite part of the whole last episode. <laughs> was there like a one second cameo in the background? <laughs> like, I don't know, man. I was I loved Trigger. I loved Kill a Kill. I loved freaking Little Witch Academia. I was loving Luluko. Hell, I even like Ninja Slayer and Inferno Cop. Like, Inferno Cop's awesome, though. I, I love their terrible, like, animation when they want to use terrible animation and their weird-ass sense of humor. And I didn't get any of that. I didn't yeah, get any of that. His knife was so bland and basic, honestly. It was Trigger yeah. being not very Trigger. My biggest disappointment with Key's Niver was, like, I could almost see that there was a good story hidden in there, but they weren't going to show it to me. Well, apparently the guy that wrote it wrote about three seasons worth of information, and then they were like, no, people aren't that interested, so we're <laughs> going to do 12 episodes, or however many episodes they did. If One they, season. If they continued with the plot point of Sonozaki trapping them and like forcing them to do things and made it really fast-paced and crazy, I think it would have been fine. But no, I didn't like the whole character study, which wasn't all that great, honestly. Let's have three episodes about a stupid-ass love triangle that nobody cares about. (laughs) (laughs) It's so forced, it's unbelievable. They they wasted, like, a a third of that show on nothing. On literally nothing. Like, The best thing to come out of that to me was Nico, and that's it. Yeah, I thought yeah, Nico was cool, seriously. and Sonazaki was awesome. Do you wait? Do you Everyone mean, else? Do you mean Nico Niyama, who's definitely not a reference to any other anime character? No, not definitely not Nico Nico Ni. Nico Ni Niyama. Nico Nico Ni. <laughs> oh <laughs> god, he's never such a disappointment. Marcus, disappoint us. <sighs> Kagemono <laughs> season two, mainly because I it was just such a big um contrast from season one season one is basically monster of the week legitimately was a monster of the week anime and it was a short yeah it was great yeah i really know i really liked it because it was one of those things where the animation was wonky sometimes and that would actually add to the whole like what the monster looked like one of my favorite episodes is when these um people are in like a deep sea thing they're in, like a submarine and all of a sudden they're like what is that it's like i don't know and then they shine the light and then they show a side view of how big this thing is, and it is fucking. It, it it looks like a kappa or kappa or whatever, and it's just like this thing kappa. is deep sea. This thing is going to drag kappa. them down, and it's like that's a big thing for me. Anything in the deep sea for me is like a, uh, I don't know. Like some people are like, oh, I love to see what aliens like. I'm like, I'd love to fucking just stand on the bottom and have a giant like I don't know like way of light to see what is actually down here. We can't just see, you know. Because we don't know a lot of the ocean. I think it's like, what, we don't know like 80% of it or something? So, like, yeah. I don't know. I just didn't I didn't like season two, though, because it just it tried to add more story instead of just sticking with the basic roots it had. I mean, I know it, it, the whole thing was like, well, this is where we're trying to go with it. And I was just like, I just don't care. Like, I want to see a monster every episode. Then it was just like, it's all about the shadow crocodile. And I was like, I just don't care anymore. I mean, I already know what the Shadow Crocodile is. I know how fast it is and the whole plot twist of, like, I can control it. Oh, yeah? I can control it, too. It's like, well, I don't give a shit. I'm sorry. I just, I just didn't like it. That's all I have to say. Other than that, there wasn't anything really disappointing because, I mean, if I watched more than three episodes of it, I'm still watching it. So, 
Yeah. <laughs> All right. Show. Oh my god, Cabinary is literally <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> it is an insult to Attack on Titan. It is literally a ripoff of Attack on Titan, and I don't care if you think it does it better, it doesn't. <laughs> and, um, like, all the characters are annoying. I hate the character designs. The plot goes nowhere. It's stupid. <laughs> I agree with um, that. There is no, it doesn't go anywhere from the beginning, except they leave one area, go to the next area, go to the next area, and then they're done. Yeah. And, like, there's no there's no depth to the story. There's so many plot holes. Like, this isn't even a story. They're just, like, using this to show off their animation, and they don't give, they don't give a shit about developing an actual plot or developing characters. Stop. Like, they try. You're making me agree so with everything stupid. you say. <laughs> Sorry, I hate this show so much. I didn't hate it. Like, I, I just didn't think it was that great once I got through, like, episode six, because I was like, okay, I know where this is going. And I basically called everything. Um, I did, like, the... Transformation thing at the end where he fucking went Super Saiyan, and I was just like, "Yeah, boy, that's dude. Why didn't you pull this out yeah, earlier?" I did like that. Um, yeah, if you turn your brain off and you like like pretty colors, you might actually like this. No offense, Marcus, but <laughs> <laughs> but what uh, did I just say? Yeah, I said it's not good. I said it's it's fun. That's it. It is fun for some. Um, <laughs> <laughs> And oh my god, Biba, the main antagonist, was so dumb. His motivation didn't make any sense. He's like the worst kind of villain. He just makes no sense. It's so forced. I just, I hate this entire show. And I really wanted to like it because I love Studio Wit. And I love Attack on Titan and what they did with that. But I was just, I this pissed me off so much. And yeah, that's my biggest disappointment. Alright. I still like Cabinary, fuck off. <laughs> anyway, all right, moving on. Almost done. Uh, our biggest surprise, yeah, maybe. Uh, Lightning our, speed round. Let's do this. Our biggest surprises are hidden gems of the season. Uh, for myself, Chinoda and Tom, we all said Space Patrol Luluco. I don't know why for Chinoda, but I'll say for me, uh, I, I typically do not like short series, um, and Luluco is a short, and I gen- I genuinely loved it. it, it for some reason, I just don't take very well to shorts. And uh, shut up with the jeans joke show. I know it's coming. Um, uh, but this is really good. It's it's The pacing is frantic, and you got to keep your eyes on what's going on because there's something going on on the screen all the time. Um, but it's just a normal town with a normal girl. Don't worry. Yeah. Space Troll Luluco is good. Give it a try. You'll probably like it. Right, Shinoda? Honestly, you really will. And it's got a MILF in it. It does. That's MILF. Anyway, moving oh, on. God, yes. <laughs> what was that point? Don't worry about it. It was indecent, though, I'll tell you that much. Okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Jason, you said Tanaka-kun. I agree, it's a great show. Yeah, like, I wasn't expecting anything from it. Like, I watched it right after Sakamoto, like, when they aired. And, uh, like, I think, I, I, like, I even posted, I was like, I don't know if you guys are going to find this as funny as I did, but I was, like, hilarious. Like, Tanaka is, like, my spirit animal, dude. Like, that guy <laughs> just so lazy and so, like, just nonchalant about everything. It makes me laugh. Like, everyone, is, everyone around him is just so, like, 
I don't know. And then the OP, like, I don't really have a favorite OP, but that OP was just, like, so happy and, like, made you want to, like, bob your head along and stuff like that. Like, it was just that, so funny. That OP reminds me of, like, an 80s sitcom opening. <laughs> yeah, it kind of <laughs> does. It kind of does. I agree with that. So, yeah, uh, like, like I, I, I hadn't heard – I don't even think I noticed it when I, we were doing the preview episode so, like the, for, our, for our podcast. So, like, just – I randomly just put it on, and it was just, like, I – could, it was probably one of my favorite things to watch each week. Yeah. All right. John, you put Netogay. Disgusting. I am a fucking disgusting person. I I don't know why. I, like I enjoyed I You know, I, I watched Netogay, and I went into it knowing, I'm like, okay, it's going to be so generic and stupid. And it was super stupid and generic. And every episode, I just wanted to fucking just... I didn't want to kill myself, and I just felt nothing. But for some reason... <laughs> for some reason... At the very end, I was I, I like when it ended. I was like, I actually liked it. I, I sat through it feeling like nothing. That only the OP and the ED were really good, and the the insides were just really a crap-filled sandwich. But at the end, I, I missed it. I was like, oh man, now I'm not going to be able to watch any more Neto Gay. What? How? How? Let be honest. You were looking at Akko's boobs. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Literally the only reason you watched it. No, shut up. You don't know me. I think I do, and that's the problem. I like Akko. She is that weird, almost Yandere, but not quite Yandere. I thought Akko was pretty awesome, but honestly, what made me stay was the opening and ending, and I really enjoyed them. But at the end, again, like I said, it's it's the only show that where I went in, I thought it wasn't going to be good. And then it ended up I liked it, and I want more, sadly enough. <laughs> Even though I know how everyone does. It's gross, apparently. Whatever. Shut up. It's cute. I fucking hated Akko. Akko made me want to die. Don't worry, John. I'm with you. <laughs> you both can go die, then. I'll just save Akko for myself. All bro, right. we'll fight you. Bring the syrup, bro. Bring the syrup. <laughs> Wait, show's got to give All it right. to you first. All right. <laughs> oh, no. that's, that's funny because show's Canadian <laughs> anyway Marcus aggressive Resco, enough said alright Riker <laughs> uh, Bungo Straight Oaks the only reason it's on there is because I literally knew nothing about the show going into it um, didn't hate it but I finished it, and I dropped 90% of what I started this season. Same. So, um, Oh, yeah, I dropped a lot. I finished it, and I didn't hate it by the end of it. And uh, I actually I enjoyed like the, the analysis that Crunchyroll put out of the show more than the actual show. But <laughs> the show was pretty. It had cool character designs um, and bones, studio bones. So... That's it. I'd like to just add in that the manga is better than the anime. <laughs> of course, you would say that. Isn't it always? Uh, Not necessarily, because the Kashi Kashi's manga wasn't that good compared to the anime. But no. moving on. Well, the anime was. Never mind. No, don't you even. <laughs> um. All right. Uh, show. My hidden gem is Shonen Maid because I thought it was going to be. Fujoshi Echi Garbage, like Super Lovers, which 
I mean, it's not bad, but it's not really what I am uh, would be excited for. But actually, it was really cute. It was not weird or pedophilic. Um, and it was really emotional. I'm not emotional. interested then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was it well, weird or pedophilic? Like, you've lost all interest. Yep. Well, well it actually told. Why should I watch the show again? <laughs> it told a serious story about like getting over the death of a parent, so it, it, it had its emotional mo- moments, and it was also like um, cute because he's in a uh, made outfit the entire time. So it was pretty good. It was much more interesting than I thought it was going to be. All right. Uh, I think I already mentioned it, Tom. Yeah, Tom said Lulu though. Um, all right, our last category, guys: anime of the season. All right, for my se- uh, John, are you through adding new stuff? Yeah, no, I just wanted to add that because I was like, because uh, I'll explain later. <laughs> All right, uh, oh, we're, sp- we're skipping over our worst shows. Yeah, yeah because I mean, biggest disappointment j- kind of summed it all up. For yeah, us, right. I mean, listen. I mean, I didn't. I didn't. I had, I had Netogay as my worst show. Well, you I had Endright as my worst it? show. Well, I have Endride and Netogay. Endride is on a whole another level of bad, though. <laughs> like, right. so bad. Lightning round. Anyway. Just go Big watch Order, the OP Endride. of Endride. Big Order, Endride, Netogay, and Ishio de Tora are apparently terrible. Yeah. Tora is not terrible. Show's just Shiro wrong. Is, yeah, show's just, just the, wrong. the name is terrible. Yeah, the <laughs> name is awful. It's hard to say. <laughs> uh, yeah, but literally, Big Order is shit. It's utter shit, and you should never touch it with a ten foot pole. You uh, should, you should totally buy the Blu-ray of Big Order that that Crunchyroll is putting out to get to decenter it. Yeah, and see those good tits. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I yeah. I'm letting on anything else. Um, all right, anime of the season. Uh, my personal anime of the season for me is Flying Witch. Um, I uh, I love Slice of Life. It's one of my favorite genres. Um, Flying Witch just hits all of the the niches that I love about uh, Slice of Life. Uh, it's cute. It's fun. It's 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 relaxing. It's one of the most relaxing shows I think I've ever watched in my life. Um, every single time I watched an episode, I felt like I was being wrapped in a very warm blanket on a very cold day. That's exactly how good it made me feel. Um, I loved every single character. I loved the soundtrack. I loved the OP. is clap happy. Um, uh, yeah, I think it's all around a good show. It's slow-paced because it needs to be. And it's just got really cute and fun characters and stuff in it. And nothing really happens, but it's a slice of life, so you don't expect much to happen. Anyway. John, why'd you love Flying Witch? Uh, so, I liked it because it was one of the only two anime that, as soon as I got the episode, I would watch it, save for the last, because <clears throat> I didn't know it was a double feature. But uh, it's just, for me, if it's a show that I care about so much that I'm anxious and I know what time it comes out and I watch it immediately, it's obviously my favorite of the fucking season. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I was I was that way with Flying Witch. Every single time, like the second I, it came out, or the second I could watch it, I did. Yeah. It was usually after I got off work on Saturday because I work most Saturdays. But that was a good way to to, to fill out my weekend. It's a Flying Witch. Um, I also want to say about Flying Witch is um, 
I think that it's for for me. It's so I'm so good that it is actually in my top ten anime of all time now. Um, at number ten, um, yeah. So I, I think for me, it's up there with like uh, Kaon and Azumanga Daio as some of the best uh, slice of life I've ever seen in my life. I'm really hoping that there's a second season. Um, I'm going to buy the shit out of all the merchandise I can find with Flying Witch when it comes out. And I really, really, really want a uh, Mandrake plushie so bad. <laughs> yeah, that's mine. So, let's see. Chinoda, uh, Riker, and Show all said MHA. What a surprise. Yeah, shock, shock. MHA episode, basically. Oh, well, I also want to point out that Chinoda also said whichever show Marcus hates. It's <laughs> <laughs> the anime of the season. Marcus, you know I love you, right? Marcus? No response. Babe? <laughs> Come on. Jeez, <laughs> I see how it is. Anyway, guys, talk. I mean, <laughs> we've on. talked enough about MHA. It's, it's, really, it's got a, it's got a good soundtrack. It's got great animation. It's got cool characters. Um, it's a really good setup for the second season, which is was announced at the end of the last episode, which is probably going to be coming a lot sooner than people expect since they already have a PV for it. So, um, And they've already recorded vocal lines, apparently. Um, so there you go. It's a as uh, I think uh, Arcata on YouTube was like it's it's the perfect uh, setup for a longer series, so check it out. I'm sure you've already heard of it. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jason. Uh, yeah, I picked Tanaka Kun. Um, I don't objectively think it was necessarily the best anime of the season, but just the fact that it came out of nowhere for me, like that's kind of like what pushed it over the top for me. So, yeah, I mean, it's kind of been going on long, so I'm not going to really talk too much more about it. But, yeah, Tanaka can watch it. I agree. It's, it's pretty good. Uh, and last, we got John and Marcus. Both said Sakamoto. Okay, and just to kind of segue back into what I said about Flying Witch, Sakamoto is the other show that as soon as an episode came out, I would, like, just drop everything just needed to watch because I was so hyped for Sakamoto beforehand because I've read the manga beforehand and the anime did not disappoint okay marcus um basically this was the only show this season that had me laugh and then it also had me cry it also had me enraged at times because of what was happening during the show um it was the only show that made me feel these emotions all across the board there were other shows that made me feel like oh i laughed or you know or it was kind of sad i didn't really give a shit this is the only show that legitimately made me tear up and like I felt like I completed a work of art when I got done with it. I felt like this was absolutely <laughs> fucking perfect in terms of what someone could create using their brain. And I don't know when I'm going to have another show like this. There's shows like this all the time, but there's this one's special because it was one guy. Not every other character being insane in what they did. He was by far the most uh, out there character I've seen in a while. In his own show. Like, if you look at, you know, All Might, he's stupid powerful, right? And he's probably more powerful than any other character in the show. 
but compared to everybody, he's not stupid, you know, OP. Sakamoto, compared to everybody else, was, you, you know what I'm saying, right? He was crazy. He could do things like fucking sit in an invisible, or not even invisible, sit in a chair that was not there anymore, you know? Or uh, he would literally, I don't know, I don't want to keep talking about it basically, but Sakamoto is bay, and I hate that word. Can we get over it now? <laughs> done. God damn. Really show your love for the series. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, all right. Before we go, uh, one last thought. Uh, like, final thoughts of the season. Was it a good season? Bad season? Mess season? John? Bad. Bad. The ben, okay, shows. everyone just. I think everyone man. kind of agrees, actually. It's, it was kind of a mess season overall. There were some really Not good shows, but overall it was, yeah, it was just kind of a boring... I mean, like, here's the thing. I watched a bunch of non-anime this season, not because I was tired of anime, but because there was just not much to watch. Like, some of it yeah. was, like, so bad or so boring, it literally pushed me away from, like, I'm not watching any anime for the next couple days because of this. Like, it was... It I was, was the same way. I was the same yeah. way. I, I would thought, start yeah. something, and it would be so boring... That I was like, I just, I'm not gonna like. I mean, there was like ruined you for a couple I didn't days, watch right? anything. Yeah. Like, like, I actually did that all season. This season, I just, I'd go for weeks at a time without watching anything except uh, Sakamoto and Flying Witch. Yeah. And then I'd yeah. be like, oh, I'm three episodes behind. I should probably go and watch so I can finish everything. To be fair, though, I didn't really get, I didn't really get too far behind on anything. But it definitely wasn't like, oh, it's out now. I gotta go watch it. So, yeah. like, even, like, Tanaka or MHA, like, you'd probably watch it, like, a day later. There's only Actually, one no, show. MHA, MHA like... was the only one that, like, well, as soon as I woke up, I watched it. So, other than that, everything else was, like, I'd watch it, like, a day later. There's only one show this season where I was, like, I gotta watch it now. And that show's still airing, so. <laughs> oh, ReZero? Yeah. 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 I feel the same. That ReZero is the only show that I actually cared about watching on time. Yeah, I'm doing the same with, with ReZero. Yeah, I didn't want spoilers. That's why I did that. I was probably yeah. the only one that did opposite, where it's like I waited till there was 10 episodes because like I watched the first episode, wasn't super impressed yet. And I knew I knew about the whole death thing, about how he's you know, reincarnated. Well, what, you know, whatever we call it, where he comes back. Um, respawn? Yeah, respawns, basically. And I waited till there was a ton of episodes before I went and tried it. Because I was just like, I don't want the show to be like a whole bunch of cliffhangers, which it still was. And I'm glad, because I actually watched all of them in one night uh, up to that point. I was just like, okay, th- I'm glad I waited. So, yeah. What, you mean you don't like having your nuts twisted every week? Hey man, Erased is the only one allowed to do that. And that show's okay. over. But yeah, I kind of agree. Erased Overall, this permission. season is kind of, or last season now, spring, is kind of, eh. Last season was... I don't know. There's a lot last season that I was like excited to watch. I will say, Which, I will say, I don't know if this is telling or not, but I, I this season, the spring season, I dropped more shows than I've ever dropped in a oh yeah, season. Oh yeah, same here. Me too. Like at least in uh, in winter, I watched probably eight or nine shows. I don't. I think maybe I watched four this season. I'm still technically watching Sinbad, so that's one of yeah. the four. I don't know. It's just like I, I felt mean, like there I, wasn't. I started out the season watching 14 shows, and I only completed 7. I started out with like 27, and I finished like 10. I started out at 39, still finished 34 of them. (laughs) Jeez. Get at me. We we have to work, Tom. We can't just watch anime at work. 
so there. Yeah. Some of us actually have jobs where we actually do work. Shh. I watched <laughs> the Daft Punk anime at work today. Yeah. That was pretty good, wasn't it? Yeah, it was good. It was really good. I enjoyed it a lot, actually. It's a shame it didn't air this season. Yeah, no. Probably would have been my favorite thing this season. Anyway. <laughs> I think this is a good time to get out of here. This episode has gone way too long enough. Really? So, yeah. Uh, that's our uh, our spring wrap-up for this, this year, this 2016 spring season. Uh, overall, meh. But uh, definitely some stuff we're watching. Um, so, yeah. With that, uh, yeah. So, if you want to hear more of these uh, episodes, and I don't know why you wouldn't. We are sexy, after all. Um, we also got Best Girl Show. That's right. Yeah. Show is the best girl. Uh, I know. Always. Show is Bay. Um, A.K.A. the bitchy one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm Sundere. <laughs> That's a funny way to spell bitch. Um, <laughs> anyway, if you want to hear more of this, uh, yeah, you can go to our website. It's uh, animeclubafterdark.com. Uh, you can poke around there and listen to all of our old episodes. Uh, you can read some reviews we got up there. Go check uh, out my thoughts on Bakuan. Do what? It's like, go check out my thoughts on Bakuan. Yeah. <laughs> Very that short if you want to just see what review. I did. Um, yeah. Uh, our Best Girl Contest is going on right now. We're in the uh, semifinals. Uh, Maya just continues her improbable run to the finals. I'm kind of hoping she gets there now. Um, but yeah. Go vote in that if you haven't. It's fun. It's just for fun. Don't take it too serious. Um, it's not a war. But uh. war never changes. Um, yeah. So if you want to keep in touch with us, there are several ways you can do that. You can go to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash animeclubafterdark. We also have a Facebook group now if you want to interact with us more directly and you know post some of your own stuff. If you want to uh, see the best etchy pictures on the net, go there. Yeah. They're just not going to be uploaded by Marcus. What? Um, uh, you can catch us on Twitter at uh, Anime Club AD uh, and Tumblr. God help you if you ever find yourself there. It is literally Chinota's Dungeon. Uh, it's at animeclubafterdark.tumblr.com. And finally, if you want to shoot me an email about why I'm completely wrong about MHA, you can do that at animeclubafterdark at gmail.com. Uh, and that's it. Yeah, it's been fun. So, as always, uh, I've been Alex, and I will see you next time. Say goodnight, Johnny. Hi, foodie. Goodnight, Johnny. <laughs> Jason. Goodnight, Jason. Yo, peace out, everybody. Riker. Uh... <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, was low. I was literally waiting for something. It was like, what happened? Shinoda. I just started watching 100. Let's see how this goes. Not well. Um, show. Mumei did everything wrong. Damn it! You did the exact Thank opposite you. of what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say Apparently. Mumei did nothing wrong. <laughs> and Morris. Fuck you, show. <laughs> 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 Ha 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 ha